Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Hello, everyone. It is August 5th, 2016, and you are listening to Locked On Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I am the editor of OrlandoMagicDaily.com, and we've made it to the weekend. I hope everyone is excited for the beginning of the Olympics tonight. I'm a big Olympics fan, so I am super pumped for... uh, for the beginning of, of the Olympics and the opening ceremonies tonight. Of course, the basketball tips off on Sunday, and we will talk a little bit about that today as well. Uh, but uh, a couple of things to get through first. Remember to follow us on iTunes. You can download Locked On Magic straight to your iPhone or mobile listening device, device uh, using iTunes. Uh, so feel free to take a look at that. Give us a review if you'd like. You can also follow us on Audio Boom and Stitcher. And uh, you know what? I'll go ahead and plug the fan-sided mobile app. Uh, you can download, or you can get all your Orlando Magic Daily articles on your phone using the fan-sided app and check out all the other great articles on fan-sided as well. Uh, and also be sure to check out all the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. If you're looking for a team, if you have a favorite team, uh, search Locked On and then your favorite team's name, and you should be able to find some great information uh, on a great podcast on those teams. Uh, most of the NBA is filled. I, I know they're beginning to get to the NFL as well, so be on the lookout for that. On today's show, I am going to talk a little bit about the Olympics and give a, a, yes, a brief Olympic preview, uh, who to watch for, uh, what the what what to look for with, the, with Team USA uh, as the Olympics get set to tip off uh, the country. I, I believe it's the games start on Sunday. Uh, they start Sunday for the U.S. Uh, the, turn, the, turn, the men's tournament does be, uh, begin Saturday with three games. Uh, Australia, France, uh, actually U.S. plays Saturday, uh, China, USA, and Venezuela, Serbia. Uh, so that will get us started on that front. And then I'm also going to do a, a, a quick countdown section. We did that article a few weeks ago uh, saying our favorite NBA GM duos with the current Magic team. So I'm going to count down my favorite NBA GM duos, and uh, you're going to have to agree to disagree with those. Uh, but first, I do want to address some quick news that came out on the Orlando Magic. We've got two news items to get through today. First, the Orlando Magic are reportedly going to sign uh, Damo Rudesh. I believe that's how uh, Basketball Reference says to pronounce his name, at least. Uh, so that's Damo Radesh. Sorry, Damo Radesh uh, would be uh, is, is a player the Magic are supposedly looking at uh, to sign. Uh, he's... Not a not a big sexy name or anything like that. I know every time the Magic signs someone, inevitably someone says, "Oh, this is the move that's going to get us to a championship." No, the Magic's core is already set. They've got 13 players under contract. Uh, it appears, according to Brian Schmitz of the Orlando Sentinel, that this is going to be re- merely a training camp invite. Uh, he'll have an opportunity to make the team, but no guarantees at all. Uh, uh, I, got, I got to make sure I pronounce his name right. Uh, Radesh is just—he's not going to move the needle one way or the other. He's played two seasons in the NBA. He's, he's already 29 years old, spent a lot of time in his native Croatia uh, playing in Europe before coming over to the NBA. Uh, last year with the Minnesota Timberwolves, he played only 33 games, averaged 8.4 minutes per game, scored 2.3 points per game, uh, shot 
17 of 50 from beyond the arc. The year before, though, with Indiana in the 2015 season, under Frank Vogel, uh, he played about 15 minutes per game, 4.8 points per game, shot 40.6% from beyond the arc. He's, he's got a really good effective field goal percentage, so he's, he's someone that's he's really just a shooter at this point, and the Magic needs three-point shooting still, and he's someone that's going to spread the floor, uh, can fill some spot minutes. And so the Magic, off their bench, are going to have no shortage of shooters between uh, Jody Meeks, Mario Hazonia, C.J. Wilcox, uh, and 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 Damo, Damo Radesh now. Uh, the Magic are going to have plenty of guys who can put the ball in the basket and spread the floor. Uh, I mean, and, and, and Radesh comes with the added bonus of having played for Frank Vogel the four, so he's he's got some familiarity. He's gonna help. He's gonna help people transition into into the group and and, and at least put them in the right place because uh, he has that familiarity. He's, he's also, a, I mean, he's not an NBA veteran, but he's an older guy, and I think that has some value too. At the end of the day, though, you're not expecting him to play more than you know, more than the 15 minutes per game he got in Indiana two years ago, or maybe even the 10 minutes per game he got last year in Minnesota. He's an end of the bench guy. Uh, he'll be able to contribute and have a big game every once in a while. The Magic know that firsthand in 2015 when he scored, what, 15 points in, in the fourth quarter and a comeback win for Indiana in Orlando. Uh, he's that kind of player. I mean, he's just going to fill gaps, fill minutes, and, and produce when you give him the opportunity. But he's probably not someone that you want to rely on pretty heavily. And that's fine. At this point of the season, you're just, at this point of the offseason, you're not bringing in anyone major. You're just bringing in guys that can help give you an extra body in training camp, just do what do fit again fit a role and give you something that your team doesn't already have that it needs to prepare itself and and I think Radish does it I, I think Radish has a very good chance of making the roster actually I think he's he's a not a great again not a great player but a solid player and someone that fills the need the Magic have they they need a small forward they need a more traditional small forward although he's a six ten small forward so he kind of fits uh, that Aaron Gordon Jeff Green three four tweener phase but he's just solid. I mean, I, I I have no problem with signing him. I have no problem bringing him to camp, and I have no problem keeping him as the 14th man on the roster as someone that uh, they could use uh, if, if they have some weak spots at small forward or power forward. Um, it's clear the Magic are working to use stretch fours. Uh, Radesh fits that, fits that mold, as does Jeff Green, as does Aaron Gordon, as does Serge Ibaka. So... It, it, it he fits what the magic are thinking and fits what they're trying to trying to to piece together here. So again, not earth shattering news. Not a bad signing. Not a good you know. Not a bad signing. I think it's a good signing. I think he'll fit uh, the magic well. So uh, we'll see what he can do in training camp. He'll have. A, I think he'll have a realistic shot at making the opening day roster. The other bit of news to to, to talk about today: uh, the NBA PA, the NBA Players Association, had their awards show, the Players Voice Awards. Uh, yesterday, it you know features some interesting categories, uh, but uh, they uh, had each the players on each team vote for a teammate of the year, and the Orlando Magic's winner was Alfred Payton. So, uh, congratulations to Alfred Payton. I I think you know I don't know exactly what the criteria was. It could be a popularity contest. It could be literally who was our best teammate. And after the difficult year that Alfred Payton had, and the you know, clashing perhaps with the coaching staff and and some of the rumors that came out about how Scott Skiles felt about him. Uh, it's good to see that, you know, he took on possibly a leadership position still, that he was still someone teammates trusted and counted on. And, and since the Magic are trusting and counting on him, uh, I think that's good to have in a point guard. 
the Magic elect the Magic the players on the Magic elected Alfred Payton to be the teammate of the year. And Alfred, he's a very easygoing guy. He's a guy that a lot of teammates get along with, so it's not too surprising. Uh, but it, it's I think it's still a, a great award, and I think it's uh, uh, says a lot about who Alfred Payton is as a person and uh, and kind of what. The Magic, it affirms a lot of what the Magic are expecting from him. And so, uh, very happy to, to hear this, that Alfred won this award, uh, that, that he's got, gotten recognized uh, for for what he does uh, behind the scenes and that we may not see even with the frustrations that he had on the court. Uh, so, congratulations to Alfred Payton on that. All right, in today's main segment, I do want to talk briefly about the Olympic tournament. It begins, as I said, Saturday uh, in Rio de Janeiro. The opening ceremonies will be tonight. Uh, The USA is in Group A with France, Venezuela, Serbia, China, Australia. Obviously not a huge bit of intrigue here. I think most of us expect the USA to win the gold and win it easily, even with the team that they have. Uh, They're a good team, don't get me wrong. Uh, they're in the easier of the two groups, for sure. I, if I were looking at this, I'd say USA, France, Serbia, and Australia are probably your favorites to advance out of Group A. Um, the USA-France game is probably going to be the toughest game that the U.S. plays. Uh, I, I, I'll get into France a little bit uh, later, but uh, you know, the USA, we've watched them a little bit in some of these friendlies. Uh, they're, they're not a perfect team. They're not like the teams of years past. Uh, they've they they're a good team. They're a very very good team. You look at you look at their roster. Jimmy Butler looks fantastic. You got Kevin Durant. You've got Kyle Lowry. You've got Klay uh, Thompson, Demarcus Cousins, Paul George, Draymond Green, Carmelo Anthony. They're gonna they're gonna beat you up a little bit. You know, there's no doubt about it. They're gonna they're gonna really uh, uh, swarm you like like you team USA defenses do and use their depth to beat you. Uh, but there are undoubtedly flaws on this team. They're they're not the greatest shooting team in the world, and they're going to rely heavily on on their three point shooting like they usually do. And so, I think there's going to be some moments where they look a little shaky. Uh, what we've seen in the friendlies is, you know, their defense is going to be on point. It's going to be tough to beat them on defense, and to to beat Team USA, you're going to have to play one heck of a game. You got to play near perfect and hope the U.S. is cold because if the U.S. is hot, uh, you don't stand a chance. That that's. That's the that's the plain fact of the matter. Uh, no team stands a chance if U.S. U.S. is if the U.S. is on. Um, if they're struggling, maybe you have a sh- maybe you have a shot if you're playing well. If you're not playing well, if you're not making shots, you have no chance. I mean, that's just the way this U.S. team is constructed. Um, what'll be interesting about this U.S. team, though, to me, is they're much bigger than they've been in past years. They've always kind of had like a Dwight Howard or. Um, uh, a, a big of some sort, or like a Chris Bosh. Uh, they don't have that traditional shooting center anymore. They don't have that 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 four playing five type guy. DeAndre, I mean, from what I've seen from the friendlies, DeAndre Jordan and Demarcus Cousins are going to be a monster on the glass, the offensive glass especially. I think that the key to beating the U.S. is limiting them to one shot, whether they make it or miss it, one shot. Um, because if if you know if this team gets a gets its handle on multiple possessions or on multiple offensive rebounds, which they can with this group, uh, the other team's going to be in big trouble because they'll find, I mean, this team is talented enough and selfless enough that they'll find a way to, to, to spring someone free if you give them enough opportunities. 
And so watching Cousins, I mean, DeMarcus Cousins to me, I think could be like the star of this Olympic team in many ways. Uh, I think, I mean, I think he's just going to play tough. I think he's going to rebound really well. Uh, And he provides some offense that DeAndre Jordan can't provide that's going to hamper him in in some of the later rounds, I think. But undoubtedly, all all these pieces fall into place. Draymond Green's going to take some turns at center. They're going to go small and just blitz teams and really, really put pressure on them to, to, to make the right play. And that's going to cause mistakes, and that's going to that's going to cause some problems. Uh, you know they've got the, they've got enough shooting to put a lot of pressure on you, and they're going to run, uh, and they've got the depth to just keep running at you and, and not stop. And that's why I mean that's why Team USA is is by far the favorite. Um, I don't think they're going to be challenged very much. Uh, you know the two teams that I would say have the best chance of challenging them are France and uh, and uh, Spain. France, I think, has the best shot because, you know, they play, they they have they have an elite rim protector in Rudy Gobert, so they're going to force the U.S. to stay on the perimeter. And this is with or without Evan Fournier. I think France gives has a good shot. I think they have a better shot with Fournier because he's just a better player. But uh, that's that's just me. So the, the important game to watch here is going to be the last game in Group A, which will be uh, next Sunday, August fourteenth. Uh, looks like that game. Uh, I, don't, I can't see where it's when it's going to tip off. Um, USA versus France next Sunday. Um, that'll be the big game to watch in this group. Uh, the group will probably be determined by then, and France will just concede the game rather than uh, give the U.S. anything to ponder. Uh, but uh, that'll be—I mean—that's that's a big game. We're going to learn a lot about the U.S. that game. Uh, Spain, of course, has has Paul Gasol. They've got Ricky Rubio. They've got some really experienced players. This feels like the last run for those great Spain teams. Uh, for those great Spanish teams. And so that's going to be uh, another team that I think is going to give the U.S. some challenge, but ultimately the talent's going to be too much. Um, it, it's really, this this tournament really is about who's finishing in second. I hate to say that. Um, and it'll there'll be some intrigue throughout the tournament, some good basketball played, uh, but the U.S. just feels like a, a juggernaut. Um, a, certainly a weaker one. I, I don't think they're ripe for the picking. I think this team, this isn't like 2004. I think this team really fits together well. Um, they respect their opponent. They're very unselfish. They're, they're committed to playing defense at a high level. Uh, they may they'll have a game where they don't shoot well and the score is close, and that'll kind of be that opportunity. But uh, this this team is just they just come at you in waves, and uh, I, I don't think that's uh, that's going to change anytime soon. Before I leave this Olympics, though, uh, I, I do want to touch a little bit again on Croatia. Uh, looking at Group B, that's Argentina, Spain, Brazil, Lithuania, Croatia, Nigeria. Uh, Croatia is very much on the bubble in, in this group. The top four teams advance out of the group, and this group B is extremely difficult. Uh, Spain, I think, is the heavy favorite. Uh, Brazil is uh, is the home team. Is the home team? I think they'll get a nice boost, and they've got some talent on their team as well. Uh, Argentina's Argentina, and, and Lithuania—they're always sneaky good. And like, I wouldn't want to face them in that first round of the knockout stage because they're they're always sneaky good. They shoot the ball well and and they uh, they're able to they're just they're just always well coached. Uh, they they they're a little bit old, older in the tooth now, but they're still a very very dangerous team. I I would not w- want to face Lithuania, but when you look at those, so that I mean I've just named four teams that leaves Croatia on the outside looking in. Croatia is going to have to score some upsets. They've got to win that game against Nigeria to have any shot. At getting out of the first of the of the group play of the group stage, um, they've got to maybe steal a game somewhere from someone as well uh, to make it out. 
like I like I talked about earlier this week, uh, Mario Hazonia. Uh, that's a funny photo of Mario. Um, if you go on to FIBA.com and click on Olympics uh, and go to Teams Croatia, there's a hilarious photo of uh, Boyan Bogdanovic standing like all serious and Dario Saric and Mario Hazonia peeking out from behind him. It is hilarious. Uh, I am laughing hard. I'm, la- I'm really, la- I'm trying to hold back laughter looking at this photo. Uh, but like I said, Croatia is very ball dominant. Uh, they give the ball to Bogdanovic. They give the ball to Saric and let them do everything. Hazonia is going to be standing in the corner a lot. So again, don't expect a whole lot from Mario this tournament. I think he'll have one big game, maybe maybe two big games, but he's largely a role player on this team. Croatia begins their play Sunday night at 6 o'clock against Spain. I believe that game is on USA, I'd like to say. It's on USA or NBC Sports Network. So at 6 o'clock on Sunday, be sure to check that out. Um, I will actually be at the Orlando City game, so I will be watching that game on tape delay. Uh, but it should be a... Uh, should be an interesting game, of course, as, as all these games are. It's, 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 it's competitive basketball in the middle of August, so I'm not going to complain very much about it. Uh, so everyone enjoy uh, the Olympics tonight, the opening ceremonies tonight. Enjoy the Olympic basketball over the weekend. We'll be talking about it, I'm sure, throughout the week as well. So with that, it being Friday, I'm going to have a little bit of fun. It's time to name the five best NBA Jam combinations for the 2017 Magic. And I do have to think about this one a little bit. Uh, we we like playing this game every year. Uh, which which guys we would pick for the NBA Jam roster. Uh, Ryan Doyle wrote this up a couple weeks ago. Um, with uh, Go- with Aaron Gordon, Mario Hazonia, Serge Ibaka as his NBA Jam Tournament Edition team. Uh, going uh, at Giving, uh, you know, picking which guy to go to is, is up to you. Uh, let me let me make a list here of my top five combos. Um, and this I'm not going to play NBA Jam Tournament Edition rules, uh, so it's going to be a little bit of everybody uh, for sure. Um, just uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of th- a lot of uh, uh, thing. No, I just want to make things as simple as possible. Um, the other thing, the other rule I want to put in, and I'm, I'm just as I'm looking through my list here, uh, it's all about Aaron Gordon. It's tough to make a lineup without uh, Aaron Gordon in it. Uh, he's just, I mean, he's everything. <laughs> he really is everything. Uh, just as far as a guy who fits the NBA Jam persona, so Aaron Gordon's going to be very, very heavy on this list. So. Here is my top five list of the best Orlando Magic NBA GM duos for the 2017 season. Number five, I'm going to go with Aaron Gordon and Mario Hazonia. Um, I would hope this would be the number one or number two option next year because I think the Magic have clearly invested a whole ton in these two players. Uh, You get the dunking and athleticism of Aaron Gordon. He helps with your rim protection in NBA GM. He helps with your rebounding in NBA GM. Uh, and he dunks, which is, when I play NBA Jam, I usually want one three-point shooter and one dunker, uh, one dunker, rebounder type guy. Uh, so to me, an Aaron Gordon, Mario Hazonia tandem is is a really good, it probably should be higher than five. I think it's lower because we just don't know what Hazonia is quite yet. Uh, it's more about Hazonia, and I think later on you'll see why I would uh, take another, another pairing uh, above him, but... You know, this this would be a solid NBA Jam team. You know, kind of your sneaky NBA Jam team if you're, you know, playing a tournament and everyone says, oh, you can only play one 
one team or, you know, oh, I'm much better than you all play as some, some bad team. This is a very dangerous combination. It would work really, really well in the video game uh, with a shooter. And Hazonia can dunk himself, which, which I think is a huge boost uh, in NBA Jam if you've ever played it. My number four Orlando Magic NBA Jam duo. Uh, traditional, just two best players on the team, Evan Fournier, Serge Ibaka. You get your, rimper, you get your shot blocking and dunking from Ibaka. You get your three-point shooting from Evan Fournier. He's able to, to, to just make threes, not be flashy. Just, you know, you go in, do your work. Uh, beat the other team and move on. Uh, you get guys, some guys on fire. You know, Ibaka is able to, to fly up there and dunk. Uh, I think that's that's a really solid NBA Jam team. Not a great NBA Jam team, but it gets the job done. Number three, uh, I got to go with Alfred Payton and Aaron Gordon at number three. Alfred uh, Payton, not a good shooter, and I don't usually like that from my guards. That Alfred Payton's going to get get into the paint, uh, suck you know suck the defense in to try and commit fouls against you. And then you just loft it up for Aaron Gordon. It's the perfect, it is a really good NBA Jam combination. Because if you're not going to have a guard that can shoot, he better have really good ball handling, be able to get into the paint, and then really good passing to, to feed the other guy either in the corner for the three or for a dunk. You're not going to score a lot of threes with this group. Uh, I would worry a little bit about rebounding and rim protection. But Alfred Payne and Aaron Gordon would make a great video game pairing. Number two, I go with Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier. Two best, probably the two best offensive players that you've got in this game. Uh, Aaron Gordon gives you the dunking and the rebounding and the rim and the paint protection. Evan Fournier gives you the three point shooting and, and he can pass a little bit. So it's a it, it it's a very kind of again like I said with Gordon Hazonia. I like having when I play NBA Jam. I like having one guy who's a three point shooter who I typically play as and one guy who's a dunker. There's NBA Jam is like the ultimate analytics game. It was really analytics before analytics. You don't take any mid-range jumpers. The only two shots that are valuable are dunks and three-pointers. If you're taking any other shot, you're doing it wrong. So Evan Fournier is a good three-point shooter. Aaron Gordon's a good dunker. What more do you need from an offense? Um, I'm really beginning to sell myself on the Gordon-Hazonia pairing. But my number one NBA Jam pairing, just for the, the pure entertainment of blocking shots and going crazy, Aaron Gordon and Serge Ibaka. I think of all the combinations that you have with the Magic, this one is the best that will give you the best opportunity to win in an NBA Jam game. You've got crazy dunking and shot blocking from both players. You, they're both the most consistent players probably on the team or in this game. Uh, Evan Fournier, though, doesn't quite do it for me with, with Ibaka. It's not as entertaining because, remember, this is a game about entertainment. Uh, so it's uh, a really good grouping, a really good pairing. Uh, I, I I like it. I'd, I'd play I'd play as Gordon and Ibaka all the time, just block shots and, and run and dunk, and it would be a whole heck of a lot of fun. And that's the point of this whole thing, right? To have a whole heck of a lot of fun. Please, uh, if you have any other great 2017 NBA GM duos, if you don't like my list, drop us a line at Daily on Twitter. Would love to hear from you. Love to hear your thoughts about the Orlando Magic's NBA GM duos and all that jazz. We really appreciate all the listen, all the listens this week. Been a really good week. I know things are slowing down with the Magic, but we still got plenty to discuss here on Locked on Magic. A quick reminder, check out the Orlando Magic Daily Video Vault. If you are bored, uh, wanting to watch a Magic game, getting needing a fix, I have so many YouTube videos of old Orlando Magic games all put in one place there for you on orlandomagicdaily.com. So click on orlandomagicdaily.com. Go to the top top menu bar. It says Video Vault. Click on that. You'll be able to find games 
from just about every season of Magic Basketball. And I'm not talking about highlights. There, there are highlights. There are full games on there, especially from the 95 season, from some of the Jordan years. Uh, there are full games available on YouTube, some random games, full games on YouTube. I put them all in one place for you so you can watch Orlando Magic Basketball anytime, anywhere, uh, any ga- just about any game. Um, obviously, uh, I'm always on the lookout for more videos, so if you find any that I'm not including or if you have a game that, like, hey, could you try and find this game, I, I will do my best to find it and put it up there for you. Uh, yeah, so be sure to check that out as well. Remember to check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Uh, should be a fun weekend with the Olympics. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to talking to you all again on Monday here on Locked On Magic. Thank you all for listening. I'll check you out next time. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.